This podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional help. If you or someone you know is facing difficulties, I advise you consult a psychologist. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 21 of Psych for Life with Dr Amanda Ferguson. I'm your host, Dr Amanda Ferguson. And in today's episode, I'll be discussing gaslighting. Break free of coercive control in your work and personal life. Gaslighting is a term that's become very popular. It's an aspect or facet of the global construct of bullying. Gaslighting is a popular or lay term for the emotional abuse known legally as coercive control. Coercive control is a form of domestic violence and is now a criminal offence in England and Wales. So why is it called gaslighting? The term originated from the 1938 play and then the 1944 film adaptation, Gaslight, where the lead female's husband slowly manipulates her into believing she's going mad. The name comes from a part in the story where the husband uses the gas lights in the apartment upstairs and makes them dim the lights in their apartment. Gaslighting aims to make us question ourselves and our experiences, even our mental health and sanity. It's a technique that an anti-social personality uses to manipulate and control. Of course, they are also narcissists, but this is a step on from straightforward narcissism or delusions of grandeur and entitlement. Other bullies tend to work openly in groups, making fun of or criticising co-workers, for example. Gaslighters usually operate alone and covertly, and they're in it for a long-game outcome. So why is this a problem? Bullying and crime of any type in the community and workplace is a major financial, mental and physical health burden. In some cases, gaslighting, like other forms of bullying, can lead to depression, anxiety, low self-esteem and low self-confidence, panic attacks, fatigue, eating disorders, other substance abuse, even post-traumatic stress disorder or suicidal ideation. While it's widely recognised as domestic violence in romantic relationships, gaslighting is also found in the workplace. In 2019, a poll conducted in the UK of people aged 18 to 54 found 58% of workers had experienced it. Because it's so covert and such a long game, it's very complex behaviour and can be very hard to uncover, even for very experienced psychologists and as an organisational psychologist myself. So if you think you have a gaslighter, how can you be sure you're right? It's when a person you're on a date with calls you by the wrong name and you pull them up on this only to have them respond with, well, if you can't get over this hiccup, it's probably not going to work out between us. It's when a work colleague accuses you of things you haven't done, even lodging a bullying claim against you. It's when someone, even your partner, does a smear campaign, spreads rumours about your mental stability. It's when someone steals or sabotages something of yours, even your work, and denies it or tells you to get over it. The aim is to strip the target or victim's sense of security and reality. A typical approach they take is known as splitting, The target or victim is at first idealised and then really devalued. So if you're feeling idealised by someone, this is a warning sign. And then also identifying the target or the victim. As I said in a recent interview, as well as identifying the gaslighter's behaviour, it really helps to look at the victim's behaviour. They're frustrated, they're confused, they're upset. Eventually, they might feel someone's doing a number on them, but that's only when they're becoming conscious of what's happening. 
Imagine a boss asks a female employee to take part in a big project saying this is really important to this project and you're exactly the right person for it. This employee feels praised, feels valued, inspired and works really hard. Then she's just about to finish the job and the boss hands it to a junior staff member to finish, who gets all the credit. When the employee complains to her boss, he says, oh, come on, be a team player. Like other forms of bullying, gaslighting is about power and particularly control. The bully is trying to assert control for all kinds of reasons. Jealousy, to keep the relationship, to save a job, to appear high-functioning themselves. Even though it might look like role power that they're exerting, it's also always interpersonal power as well. If an employee says someone is gaslighting them, how should you respond? Ariane Ode, a UK-based psychologist, recommends that HR workers observe the staff member before and after an encounter with the alleged gaslighter and look for signs and symptoms of bullying. According to the Australian Psychological Society's website, these range from mild annoyance through to severe psychological, social and economic trauma. Of course, we can see this before and after effect on our friends in relationships with gaslighters too. If you're being targeted at work, follow your organisation's grievance procedure. If this seems ineffective, consider consulting an employment lawyer and keep a paper trail with dates, times, direct quotations. Try to have a witness present when the gaslighter arranges a meeting alone. Unfortunately, in many cases, by the time gaslighting is being fought in work or personal contexts, it's gone too far and burnt people out. The employee leaves or the personal relationship ends. It may not seem fair, but the price of staying and trying to resolve it often isn't worth the toll emotionally, physically and financially. Try to view this as a valuable life lesson so that these extreme consequences can never happen to you again or to the people you love. So gaslighting is the emotional abuse known legally as coercive control and coercive control is a criminal offence in England and Wales. And if you experience this form of abuse, you can report it to the police. The police may give the abuser a warning or they may arrest them for a criminal offence. If the police have enough evidence, they will refer the matter to the Crown Prosecution Service. And why isn't coercive control, as a form of domestic violence, illegal in Australia? Well, there are an increasing number of people nationwide calling for coercive control to be criminalised in Australia. And for today... It's dealt by with civil law, but a bill proposed in October 2020 is hoping to make it a criminal offence. So if you or someone you care about is struggling with bullying or coercive control, seek a psychologist's help. To locate a psychologist in your area, call the Australian Psychological Society and locate Find a Psychologist Service on 1800 497 or visit www.findapsychologist.com .org.au. Your GP can also organise a referral to an experienced psychologist. If you or someone you know is suicidal, call Lifeline, available 24 hours, 7 days a week, on 13 11 14. To find out more about me, please visit my website, dramandaferguson.com.au. You can find the link in my show notes. The opinions expressed by guests in these podcasts aren't necessarily shared by me.